Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Covey blue blood flowing through our veins. Sitting in the bleachers in the rain. We've shed a million tears and drank as many old style beers out at the game. Let's go Cubby Sun Rental. Sun Rental. Game seven of the World that was Series. Terrible. That was awful. You're fired. Wait, but but it's the last game of the season. What are we gonna do, guys? I don't know what to do. Baseball's over. We'll we'll read a book. Now give me a good Sun Ranto. <laughs> All right. No. Sun Ranto. Oh, yeah. Um, welcome to the Sun Ranto Show. This is the Game 7 World Series edition of, uh, oh, my God, boys. Uh, we've, we've, we made it. We've made it. We've come this far. And um, I'm in Cleveland. Uh, the sound is going to be a little weird on this episode, just so you know. Um, first of all, we, we are, I'm in an Airbnb right now uh, with Gary, a real live Indians fan. Say hi, Gary. Hello. And uh, and the internet is not very strong here, so we've chosen to do it on a phone call. So Lyle and Michael are going to sound like uh, a couple of Alexander Graham Bells right now. Um, and uh, wow, guys! Hey Gary! Hey Gary! Yeah. Fuck you! <laughs> fuck, fuck you! So Gary and I are going to sound uh, awesome. And Lyle and Michael are going to sound like shit. So we're, we're going to try the best Gary, we can Gary, to put out an episode. Gary's not going to sound awesome after I fucking murder him <laughs> via the phone. Can you actually murder somebody over the phone? Because if you could, I have, I have a feeling there would be a lot more dead motherfuckers in the world. I think that's the plot of, right. of Scream. And... Yeah, that's like uh, Scream or, or uh, The Ring. You can get murdered by your TV. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I feel I feel like a lot of us have been murdered by our TV. Um, how are you guys? How are you guys doing after after that? I mean, first of all, can you can you just? I just want to say that not to you guys, but to all the Sun Ranto fans out there, just remember who told you all to relax and that it was going to go seven games when these two fucking idiots got you all hyped up for a sweep. Just know next year, <laughs> while we're in the middle of this, that. I am the brains of this operation. Well, and anything I, uh, you need to know about baseball, we can you recall just ask that uh, I said it would go at least six games too. So, yeah, listen to this Indians fan over here. Shut up, Indians fan. 
Boy, let me say, it was nice to watch the game among my own kind last night. You mean the racist people in war paint that <laughs> uh, right. decimated an entire culture of people? Um, well, only the ones in northeastern yeah, what do you, Ohio. What do, you, what do you think it was like for all those people to pay uh, $2,000 a ticket and be down seven runs in the whatever inning? I, uh, not good. Not good. Um, but, um, you know, at least they showed a little life. We, we knew that feeling well at Wrigley this past weekend as well. I mean, even more so because the tickets are about half of what they were at Wrigley Field, at least until today. Um, They're still cheaper than what they were were at Wrigley Field, but there were plenty of people who paid $3,000 to watch the Cubs lose 7-2 to the other night. So uh, a little payback as far as I'm concerned. But let me ask you guys, um, where did you watch? How you feeling? Uh, Give me your just kind of, are you exhausted? Where are you at? Uh, Yeah, where are you at? I, I, me personally, I'm fucking drained. I'm tired. I'm excited that it's game seven. I am super pumped for tonight's game. I, I'm literally in the midst of a ton of work right now, and I kind of want to just cash out and just watch baseball. But I know I'm going to be useless tomorrow, too. Um, so I'm just, I'm just powering through. Um, I'm, I'm fucking beside myself. This is going to be fucking awesome. Um, what do you think, Michael? (laughs) I mean, I was so much happier last night to get that seven run lead and to have a game that was not quite as nerve wracking as the night before. Um, I also, so last night I, I just decided, you know, I'm going to stream it on the computer so that it'll sync up to the app so I can listen to Pat and Ron rather than uh, subject myself to the Joe Buck show. Right. And like, you know, it was, it's just been, if I go to the computer, I sacrifice a lot of picture quality, but if I'm on the TV, then I sacrifice the sound and the horrible narrative. <laughs> and your sanity. Yeah. 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 I think yeah it's and my sanity. Fair trade. But then for some and and for some reason, when they were in Chicago, the app was like two minutes behind the television broadcast. And when I turned on the computer, that's how it was. It was like two minutes behind. So then I turned it on the television, and somehow the app was synced up almost perfect to it. I was able to just hit pause a little bit on the app, and then I made it work. But, like, for some reason, Cle- the, the signal out of Cleveland – being an extra couple hundred miles is uh, three minutes slower than the signal out of Chicago. <laughs> wow. Huh. Yeah, it's weird. So I was able to sneak up and listen to Pat and Ron. That, that's and just, Cle- that's just so Cleveland. much better. People from Cleveland are about three minutes slower than the average people. So <laughs> they're, just, well, they're, they're dressed like they're about three decades behind, so it uh, makes sense. I, I, you see a fair amount of mullets around here. Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna defend the Fox broadcast. They've been great through the World Series, especially since Game Three. And I'm not gonna John Smoltz. He's a great baseball mind, man. He 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 brings you right inside the minds of these players and how these pitchers are thinking. And he just he knows so much about the game and was such a dominant guy out there. He's just he's right on. I mean, he can tell you what pitch they're gonna throw just about every time. So I'm gonna defend that. But it not being your home station, I'd rather listen to Pat. Um, but it's not being your home station. You do get a lot of that, like, 
it's the back and forth narrative. Oh, this means everything to the people of Cleveland. And sometimes you just don't want to hear that. You want to hear the Homer shit. So I get that, Michael. Well, my, my thing is that whenever they're making the, you know, they're making, that's the thing with the, I think the national broadcast is trying to build suspense on both sides. And the way yep. you build suspense is to make the fan base scared. Like, they're, they're scaring the Cubs fans before the game. You know, they're saying, oh, you know, it's an elimination game. They're going to go out. It's home field. It's back in Cleveland, blah, 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 blah. And then the Cubs start to win, and then, uh, you know, then they're going to go the other way. And they're like, oh, Cleveland, you know, you're going to waste away a 3-1 lead. You know, and they, they are preying on both fan bases equally. Like, I don't think that they're really – uh, for one team or another. It's just whichever one is going to make <coughs> somebody nervous, that's one that they're going to go with. Well, other I, than, I, you know. I, I love the added drama. I think I think it oh, – I, I, I love that heart-wrenching drama. But I'm not going to lie to you. I can remember in 2003, 2004, every time the Red Sox were close, you'd see a video of the ball going through Bill Buckner's legs. I'd be like, why the fuck? And if you hear Bartman one more time or see his picture one more time, actually, you haven't seen a ton of it in the World Series. Pre-World Series, they were all over it. Yeah. Um, I I could go my whole life without seeing the Willie Mays catch again, too, by the way. Right. Um, This is going to be something, though. This is uh, one fan base is going to be Released from their shackles, yeah. Yeah, and then the other fan base, it's just going to be more of the same, lots of doubt. Um, it's not going to be more of the same. I, I mean, especially in the case of the Cubs. You know, I think I've said it over and over. The Cubs, and, for me, the Cubs and the Red Sox, so familiar. So familiar histories and past. The difference was right. the Red Sox were always there and on the verge, and the Cubs just haven't been there. So this is new territory. Um, yeah, you'd have to be the oldest person on earth – uh, in the Guinness Book of World Records at uh, and be clocking baseball at age, what, 8, 9, 10 to be able to remember a Cubs World Series victory. So it's a little bit different for Cubs fans than I think it is Indians fans. And Gary, <laughs> well, I th- I'm going to go on the record saying we deserve it more. Go Cubs. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Gary. Uh, they, had the <laughs> oldest, they had the oldest living um, Indian, which is... Indian player, um, and he also played in the last World Series. Uh, he's the last survivor. He's 95 years old. He was in the stands last night. I think he threw out the first pitch. Oh, yeah. That um, guy, yeah. He beat, uh, um, beat Warren Spahn or something? He beat yeah, Warren Spahn? To death with a, an eraser. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but no. they were saying the, the, the last surviving member of the last Cubs World Series win died in 1971. <laughs> 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 right. Well, I was like, oh, wow. I was like, that's, that's a good stat. Yeah, um, that is good. Yeah, pr- pretty weird. Do, do, um, you, do you know how, how bad I feel, too, for the people that die today? Like, <laughs> like Cub fans or Indian fans that die, like, at 6 p.m. today. Because right. you know there's going to oh, be somebody. Oh, Jesus. Oh, there's probably going to be 50 or 60 of them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> the law of um, averages. Well, and then, well, you feel bad for them. What about their family? All of a sudden, their family's got to figure out, like, 
Well, do we watch the game or do we deal with the body? But the, but yeah. the game starts in five minutes. Yeah. Like, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 have, I have a buddy who bought his wife Hamilton tickets six months ago for tonight. Oh, oh no. God. Oh. And she does not want to not go to the show. She's uh. like, I don't know what. He's like, I, he wants to send her with a girlfriend, but it's their anniversary. He's like, I'm so fucked. I don't know oh, what to my do. God. She should, she's got to stub hub those tickets. Yeah, he, he's well. Nobody's gonna buy him in Chicago. True. Yeah. yeah. Go, right. Yeah. 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 Hey, Hamilton, he, the hit show, except for when the Cubs are he, in the World Series. If she truly loves him, it's their anniversary. She'll just go with a friend. They spent a lot of money. They really wanted to go. We talked on the phone about it today. I'm not going to use his name. I hope she doesn't listen to this podcast. But he's literally, <laughs> he's literally considering a no call, no show. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> just leaving, just leaving work and going to a bar and dealing with the consequences afterwards. Uh, <laughs> he's oh, he's no. like, I don't know what to do. I was like, I don't know what you're going to do either. Um, yeah. Danny, you were talking about death. Can I get serious for like two seconds before we talk about last night's game? Yeah, man. Who who are you guys thinking about today? I I mean. I'm sure you're thinking about your dad, but are, are there people in your life? He was a Tigers fan. Anymore? He was a Tigers he fan. Was... Fuck that mother. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, of course, man. I mean, he was the first guy that got me into baseball, kept scoring every game. First guy to bring me to Wrigley Field. Uh, used to bribe me to go to games uh, or to go to CCD, uh, which is uh, for you non-Catholics out there, um, Catholic education classes, which is basically having to go to school on Saturday, which is pretty much the worst fucking thing to a kid, of course. But he'd be like, listen, if you go to CCD and you make mom happy and you don't cause a fuss this week, like I did pretty much every week, <laughs> I'm going to bring you to the Cubs game. <laughs> and so we'd go sit. In the last row, I don't know which tickets he bought, but we'd sit in the upper deck reserved in the last row, and uh, we'd we'd be able to to stay up there um, it, as until my sister, my little sister, would be annoying and freak out, and then we'd walk around and play a game called Hey Bill, which is a game. <laughs> I love Hey, I love Hey Bill. Yeah. I played it with you. <laughs> uh, it's fun. What you do is you go around Wrigley Field. And to random people that aren't necessarily named Bill, you go, hey, Bill. <laughs> and then we laugh our asses off. That's the game. That's all you do. You just walk around confusing strangers during the game. And, um, you know, that was, what, 1983? And, of course, I'm thinking about uh, some people that are alive, too, like my mother, who's almost 80. Uh, she, uh, she broke her pelvis in two places this year. And um, we were able to get to one game. Uh, later in the season, so I'm glad she got to see one this year. But you know, just you know, your family. I mean, yeah. Of course, I'm thinking of my mother, who uh, uh, was responsible for her mother missing uh, the 1948 World Series game they had tickets to by being born uh, ten months before, oh. eleven months before it the happened. The nerve so, of that woman! Yeah, she. Uh, so she was eleven months old last time they won it. Fuck you, Gary. Yeah. Hey, 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 Gary. Thank you very much. Nobody cares about your fucking Indian TV 
<laughs> Danny, did you just bring him on here so we could abuse him? Pretty much. You knew I was going to do this, right? It's why I brought him on the whole trip. Like, you know, we were in the car the other day, and I'm like, you know you don't have a fucking chance, right? <laughs> you know you just came out here. just And then, you know, they give us the rally flags, the rally towels. I'm like, nice That's crying right. towel, Gary. <laughs> you want mine in case you fill, fill yours up with tears? Soaked with my tears. Yeah, one for each eye. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Michael, Michael, thoughts, any people, friends, family, loved ones? Nope. <laughs> nope, it's all about you. My family sucks. Yeah, Fuck no. Them. No, I uh uh no, I, I, I grew up um you know, my stepdad was he was into the Cubs and that and just where I lived, that was the game that was on T V. Um, so I kind of got into it that way. I've got, you know, and, I, and I've been, you know, texting back and forth with some friends that we have watched, you know, but, you know, they're, they're friends and they're not around uh, the Chicago area anymore either. Um, you know, and so I don't have, like, I don't have the family connection, right? So my, my dad never take, took me to games. A stepdad of mine did. And, um, you know, and he was he was perfectly fine human being i just never got all that close to him uh you right. know, so it's like there's there's nobody really for me other than you know kind of my boys and, got it well that's, that's something so i'm right. not and, so i'm not really so i don't have that sort of you know i i totally get that a lot of cubs fans have those sort of somewhat painful thoughts um you know that they have people that wish they they could see it and they were gone and they wish they were there to be with them stuff like that you know i don't uh i guess if i had anybody that yeah but indians you know, fans are people who here, actually remember so yeah indians fans yeah. are still yeah. alive yeah <laughs> yeah if i had anybody that I, that would maybe bring it here if i thought about it real hard would be ron santo because i sure. loved listening to that guy all the games that just go nuts and be hey, crazy me too and uh he's the only one that i have that I would think I would, it would make me feel melancholy that he's not here. Yeah, Ernie, right. Ernie Banks too, for that matter. Yeah, Ernie uh, Banks, of course. You know, and uh, yeah, and I had more. I mean, I think a lot of us had a more personal connection to Ron Santo just because he was on the radio all the time. But yes, of course, uh, you know Ernie Banks. I loved the picture that was you know rolling around uh, Twitter yesterday his statue and it just says let's play two on the bottom of it yeah it, it was right. perfect sentiment for yesterday right yep it was um isn't that nice the, um are you going to keep the kids up for the games tonight mike oh yeah 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 they um you know depending on how late this game goes uh i'll, I'll take them to school late tomorrow you know there's yeah there's no reason they haven't been watching a lot of it just because it's the World Series, and and television is terrible for this series, making these games go four and a half hours. Of course. It's too long. It's it is too, too long, long for it's anybody. Yeah, it's too long for anybody, but especially for kids to try and sit through that. So you know, I'll let them stay up, and then I'll call them in in, like, the ninth inning, you know? Yeah, I, uh-huh. I remember during the Red Sox one, I you know, a couple cousins with young kids, and they literally, he's like, my cousin was like, my kids fell asleep during the second inning and laid on the couch, and literally at the ninth inning, I woke them up. I'm like, get up. You need to watch this. And they did, and then they just fell right. Oh! 
<laughs> oh, man down! Podcaster down! Man down. <laughs> I broke my hip! Oh my god! I just got run over by a car. I'm not going to see Game Seven. <laughs> I'm going to die. Um, how about you? How, how about you, Lyle? I know that you know you, you all your family's Red Sox fans, but I mean, I am. But Danny, I, I share this a lot with you. I mean, this. There were two things. There were three things that connected us in uh, in college right away. It was our love of drugs and alcohol. Uh, <laughs> in in, was, in this was, order, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> it was it was our love of the Beatles, and it was our love of uh, baseball and our histories with the Red Sox and Cubs. The Red Sox hadn't won it yet at that point, and we had this shared like loser dome and we were you know near yankee stadium and we were near you know we were just there and we're, i was close to the mets and i hated all that um R- remember when we went baseball do you remember when we went to yankee stadium the time i won that karaoke contest in uh, coney island yes and i i won us i won us yankee tickets and and nice. they they were using the old paper cups at that time and the guy goes to us at Yankee Stadium, he was like, just bring the cup back. Just bring the cup back, and I'll fill it and, you know, charge you five bucks or whatever. So we kept going back with our cups till, till at the end we were, like, holding the bottom of our cups because the bottom had so- fallen out. It was soaked. Uh, we it was a- so soggy. We were looking for, like, a plastic bag or something to wrap around the bottom <laughs> of it. <laughs> it was so good. Um, but just like New York, everyone's hustling. Everyone's got a scam. Right. Um, so I'm thinking a lot about you, Danny, and our shared love about it. I am thinking about your mom and just so many friends I have here. And sadly, like I had a lot of buddies in Chicago over the last 10 years that have died, overdosed, hit by cars, random violence. And a lot of Cubs fans, a lot of young people that I know that never got to see this and were lifelong fans, people that I'd gone to games with. And I, I, and I think about all the people that I kind of shared that with. Um, and but there is something about these older folks and I kind of noticed, and I I heard someone bring it up. um, Maybe it was on ESPN or something. And I thought it was kind of relevant. Do you think part of that pressure in Wrigley field? I mean, it was nonstop. The team was honoring all these like 90 and hundred year old people. And they're sitting right around the bowl. Do you think the players felt, do you think the players felt that pressure? It's like, Oh my God, I got to win this for that guy. He's going to die next week. (laughs) (laughs) But honestly, Uh, you know what? I mean, here's the thing. It's more likely that they die as soon as the Cubs win it. Because the last thing they've been waiting for will happen. And so next week, the obituaries in the Chicago Tribune are going to be out of control. So you think think these kids are going to kill – like it's going to be like mass murder. Yeah, 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 all these – all these old people, they're going to be like, I finally saw it. I get that. Yeah, bye. And then instantly 1,200 people die. They're gonna name rename Wrigley Field to Cubschwitz. Cubs, Cubs <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> uh, well, I mean, yeah, it it's kind of like when people either die right before Christmas because they don't want to deal with another one, or they die right after Christmas. That seems to be a thing too. 
Right. And Lord uh, knows, I will, I, this is all the Christmases rolled up into one for for me, for sure, if we win this thing. And I'm sure I'm speaking for Gary, too. If, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, Gary was... Hey, bu- Gary, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> but can I add, I want to add one more uh, group of people to this list that um, it's... Uh, every, anybody that's listening to this... Um, I I think I'm thinking about all you guys because I'm here in Cleveland, and I mean personally, I have fucking spent more than all my money. Like I I'm in debt due to this for this this particular month of time in my life, and it's totally worth it. Um, because I've been at this for four years. Personally, uh, I moved to Chicago and started watching a bunch of baseball, trying to get over like a really bad relationship. And decided just to go watch Cubs games, and that turned into me writing about the Cubs. That turned into me podcasting about the Cubs. That turned into me singing about the Cubs. Turned into a lot of things. Totally turned my life around in uh, many respects. And I can't really underestimate the power of the community, the Cubs fan community that's been kind of forming over the last couple years through the Ivy Envy podcast, through... Um, reconnecting with old friends uh, that I haven't seen since high school, since moving back, and um, you know, finding finding new old friends in there too. Um, feeling like I have a support system for the first time in 20 years, and to say this, um, not 20 years, but like you know, a decade at least. And um, the uh, I started this morning just because my friend John from Cubs Kingdom said, um, I'm like, he's like, are you going to go tomorrow? I'm like, dude, I'm just, I'm, I'm out of money. Like, I can't do this anymore. Uh, but then, I, then again, how could I not go, right? At this point, game seven of the fucking World Series and I'm in Cleveland. I'm like, <laughs> like nah, this, I, this is, I can't, I've stretched so far, but this will make me break. And it actually, like, we're talking about that I'm still paying off this shit by next year at this time kind of thing, you know? But so 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 God forbid Gary's fucking loser of a group of teams <laughs> wins this thing and then the Cubs go on to win it next year. You're not going to be able to go to any playoff games. I'm, I'm, I'm well. I'm going to play it differently for sure. Um, but the uh, <laughs> only because like this this sort of thing I don't think can happen twice unless I win the lottery. But anyway, right. my friend John from a, a really great Cubs blog called Cubs Kingdom. We've met recently one of the people I'm talking about of in the community that uh, are newfound friends. Uh, he's like, do a GoFundMe, man. People will help you and uh, help you pay for a ticket. And I'm like, man, I and I fucking hate asking for money. Like, I like working for money. Like, I'll write you a song and get a and get maybe a face value ticket for it. Or like I did the GoFundMe for the Cubs Cannon so you could sponsor a song. But I want to work for the money. I hate just being like, hey, I'm an entitled fuck. Give me money. But um, anyway, I woke up this morning. I'm like, I can't pay for this, but I have to go. So I started the GoFundMe. I did. And this isn't a pitch. This is more, this is a thank you. Because as of right now, many familiar names and faces and some people that I have no fucking clue who they are have given me, let's see, I'm going to press refresh, $1,165 towards a ticket. That's oh awesome. my gosh! Since that is amazing. Since eight a.m. Can you? You're going to the World Series. I'm, I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to the fucking World Series. I I bought 
I bought a ticket. I bought two tickets. Uh, Nicole, my ride or die woman, who like sits next to me all through spring training, catches tons and tons of games, sings in the band, as does Gary, singing uh, and playing the band. We we ran all around playing music. You know, these guys have believed in my in my um, project. That's why you know we brought Gary last night because I wanted. I figured if there was going to be a celebration for the Indians, I wanted to be with somebody that could appreciate it and have a good time. And we bought a bottle of champagne, uh, cheap bubbly. We're like, someone's drinking this before we get out of Cleveland tonight, either you or me. <laughs> uh, but either way, we'll put that we'll, on ice. It's, it's, it's in the fridge. Yeah. We'll, we'll come, we'll come home and drink it. Um, no matter how it shakes out. But I want, I just want to say that no matter how it fucking shakes out, we've already won. We won the whole fucking enchilada by coming together and like, you know, just with, you know, Lyle and Michael, you've believed in me and this project and Gary's believed in the music and what we're trying to accomplish uh, by making people laugh and have fun watching baseball. And like, I just can't ask for like a better existence at this exact point. And, um, and, and, and yeah, and, and, root, and rooting for all these people, like specifically people who listen to our show, like. You're only a hardcore fucking psychopath, Cubs fan, if you spend the time listening to an hour and a half, two hour podcast by us three knuckleheads. Yeah. Like you're 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 super, you're, you're super hardcore. You're a fucking yeah. wicked hardcore, as we like to say in Boston. Yeah. Actually we don't say that, but we kinda do. <laughs> you kinda you kinda do say that. I, 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 we kinda do. I lived it I lived in Boston for seven months. You kinda say that. Yeah. Um, you do. Um well I'm glad to hear that because I was going to give some of you Cubs fans um, some hope in how to get into the game. First of all, a, a, a quick uh, a quick Bill Murray story. Um, so last night I, I saw the story on Twitter. I'll try to find it and I'll tag you, Danny, and you can put it back out there. There was a woman from Chicago who just decided to get in her car and drive to Cleveland, see if she could get into the game by herself. And she couldn't find tickets. She couldn't afford a ticket. Like the only ticket she found was – you know, fifteen hundred dollars, two thousand. I think her goal was to spend like five hundred bucks. You so could, you could have gotten sad. in for about eight or nine last night. Yeah, and I think she was kind of maxed out, at like four or five hundred bucks. She was just hoping, winging a prayer. So she was sitting outside the stadium, and she was over near the VIP entrance, and right before the game started. And who walks by is Bill Murray. She's like, "Hey, Bill Murray!" And he says, "Hey, what's going on?" And she's just kind of sitting there in her Cubs gear. He's like, "Hey." Do you want a ticket? Do you want to get in? Do you have a ticket? She's like, no. He's like, come with me. He brings her in the VIP entrance. He had an extra ticket. Not only does he give her a ticket, she sits with him the entire game. Wow. <laughs> it, 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 it oh, my God. Out, it hangs out with Bill Murray while they're hanging out with all these other people. And part of the best part of her story was that um, Mark DeRosa was sitting three rows or four rows in front of him, uh, in front of them with uh, um, Kevin Millar, former Red Sox great. Um, and he, Bill current, Murray, current Cubs coach, right? Cu- current Cubs. Yeah. Works in the Cubs organization, I believe, uh, with, with Ukes. Um, he's no, no, no. He's on MLB network now. I don't think he's working for an organization. Oh, okay. Um, you know, I was, I Euclid. was thinking of Euclid. Yeah. I was thinking of Euclid. Um, so he's, uh, so he's sitting there and DeRosa played for the Reds, uh, for the Cubs, obviously everybody knows, and but apparently I think for, for three months, he played for the Indians for like three months, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, something like it that. It was like a short, short little stint. All Bill Murray did was harass DeRosa because he was an Indian, 
You piece of garbage, DeRosa, for the entire game. And DeRosa barely sitting there. He's like, why won't you leave me alone? And he just fucking gag called him the entire nine innings. Oh, beautiful. And then oh, went out God. with all those guys after the game and got absolutely shit-canned till yeah. the wee hours of the morning. But how about that for a great story? Oh, and hell then, yeah. Um, I, I, uh, That's amazing. I was, I was talking to a buddy of mine. He's like, are you going? And I was like, no, I'm actually here. I'm out east. And he's like, do you remember 2004? He sent me, he showed me the picture. Um, He was like, so me and my friends went to the um, uh, uh, Salvation Army and found like uniforms that look like they worked on, on uh, like beer vendors and they dressed like beer vendors and walked right in the back <laughs> gate, Christ. the entrance, and walked into the game, just fucking stuck in. And I heard tons of stories like that from Austin over the years, like people just walking up to gate attendants and be like, here's 400 bucks, take it, here's a fake ticket, just let me in. And people would just let them in because everybody was making money. Wow. So yeah. there, there are other ways in the stadium is what I'm trying to tell you people, and there's ways to work it. And I'll tell you, having worked in the bar and restaurant and nightclub industry for years and years, Always, and Danny will tell you this, like, I go to a concert, act like you've been there. I go back, every, just about every show I go to, I just go back near the crew and be like, hey, what's going on, guys? Good to see you tonight. How's the show going so far? And you just walk in. You just yeah. act like you've been there. Yeah, it's true. And if true. That, that entrance doesn't work, go to another one. Go to another one. Bribe somebody. Everybody's got their price. You can fucking pay anyone to get in anywhere. Um, what? Hey, loser Indians fan, what's the, uh, <laughs> what, what's the capacity there? Uh, it's about what Wrigley is, like 43-something, 42. So they're probably going to let 44 in tonight, I maybe 45. Say, yeah. but, I, but, I, but I bet you 50,000 people end up in that stadium tonight. Right. Oh, yeah, I don't doubt it. Yeah, probably. Total fire hazard. Yeah, I actually, I bought, uh, ticket prices were kind of, um, they were stable this morning, and then they started, uh, they just started going ra- uh, crazy. And uh, before all the good ones, the decent seats got taken away, I, I actually bit. So I, I ended up buying a, a ticket for uh, two tickets for 1400 each. Um, that's as cheap as it really got for a, a seat that wasn't so far away that you couldn't see. Um, or, or a standing room. Like, I, I really didn't want to stand because it wasn't – it was only um, – what, like another $100 to not stand, <laughs> you know? So I was like, well, that's totally worth it. So I'll be in the bleachers tonight over by that uh, fucking drum beater. Uh, uh, what's it, John Adams? Yeah. I, former I, former president and drummer. Yeah, will I, you be I, dressed I, as a, as a, um, will you be dressed as a pilgrim or a cowboy? Like what, <laughs> what what's your choice? Uh, you mean, or, a, or a smallpox blanket. Yeah, I'm going to dress as a smallpox blanket. <laughs> Leave it to the Indians fan. He's got all of the jokes. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm just excited to be there. I mean, I can't really not be there after, you know. I mean, I've been at everything. Shit. I've been at everything for four years, you know. So to be like the last minute to, you know, not go into hock for game seven doesn't make sense. I'm. I think I'm going to probably sell some fucking bobbleheads and shit when I get home, try to pay off this bill. Um, you know, maybe, maybe do some sort of other, like, I can work for you fundraiser. Or I could uh, go work at Target for the holidays and just stock fucking shelves overnight. Of what- Hell yeah. Yeah, get there you done. go. You know, just pick up, a, uh, uh, pick up that night stocking job and then, uh, you know. Yeah, well, you my, Lyle. podcast with no sleep. Lyle. So, my my. 
I was going to say, do you remember when I got uh, that job at the Gap over Christmas? Yeah. Everybody, yeah, that lasted a long time. Yeah. Everybody got Gap clothes, and I got pretty much fired because I uh, wore women's Gap clothes. They made us wear Gap clothes, and I didn't like any of them. So I bought women's overalls and wore them to work. They're like, um, <laughs> sir, you can't do that shit. I'm like, but you said all you said was Gap clothes. You did yeah, not say you, I couldn't wear women's clothes. Day, can you imagine in this day and age them doing that? Lawsuit! Yeah, oh, dude, I would be rich right now. Yeah, wrongful termination. I know. Wrongful termination. Um, so I'm last <sighs> night. I was I was on a tweet storm. I was trying to fill in for you two. I knew Mike was going to stream the game, so he usually doesn't get on Twitter when he's streaming it because he doesn't want to like see what's happening before it happens. And right. I knew you were at the game. There's probably no service, so I, I went a little crazy. Um, but I was on social media and I flipping through Facebook because I want to see what's happening on the Rantos. And my cousin Fred, my eldest cousin of uh, 33 of us, uh, has lived in Tokyo the last 15, 20 years um, for business, probably 10, 15 years, um, and has moved back. And he's moved to Cleveland for his job. And there's Fred sitting in the front row at the Cubs-Indians game with his 15-year-old daughter and her two girlfriends. And I'm like, hey, buddy. Where was the fucking invite? You bring a bunch of 15-year-old girls to the game? What about Cousin Lyle? <laughs> this is total fucking bullshit. Yeah, what the uh, hell, man? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would have I bought a plane ticket on the drop of a hat if you said, hey, front row, right behind fucking, what? right behind the dugout. Oh, wow. yeah. Dude, with family like that. Somebody's not getting a Christmas card. Yeah, right? Somebody is not getting a Christmas. Somebody's getting a bag of poo. Yeah. <laughs> well, Lyle, you Indian. didn't say there's 30... Lyle, you said there's 33 of you. He may not yeah. even actually know who yeah. you are. Yeah. Has he met you before? Yeah. <laughs> you you would be amazed, Michael. At some point, I will have you around my family out east. I'll get you guys, you and your family, come up to Maine and kind of see what happens. My family is ridiculously close. I speak to one of all of my 33 cousins, either through text, phone call, face-to-face, or social media, at least once a week, if not once a month at the most. Really? We're all really close. It's weird. We're a super tight-knit family. Wow. It's it's strange. <laughs> it, it People is come strange. there like you guys are a strange clan because you are all <laughs> friends and all like each other. I was like, I know, and we're all weird. Um, yeah. All right, last night's game. Let's talk about baseball, dude. We're fucking hey. bad boy, dude. Fowler, do we have to? Fowler, zero for five. I've had it with this guy. <laughs> we got to well, bench I this. Love the first thing out of your mouth is <laughs> but Fowler. So much, five. so much for as Fowler goes, so the Cubs. Go, yeah, I he guess. go, we go. <laughs> yeah. I, listen, I loved that Joe finally changed up the lineup, and I know it was because of Schwarber, but it was brilliant because it put a lot of pressure on their staff with that two, three, four, five, um, and those guys well, brutal. But brutal. I, like, why not move Fowler back and maybe put Zobrist? Uh, Zobrist in the leadoff spot. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we I was. I've well, been. I think been saying it all year. When Fowler right, struggled. but you want you want Zobrist there driving people in too. You know, what I mean, that's not a bad spot for him. But I have honestly, for the last like, well, this entire series, I've been like, why isn't why is Bryant still in that two hole? Because it's not a good spot for him. Bryant at three and Rizzo at four. Doesn't that seem that like that seems much more natural? It, yeah, right. That's well, the right the spot, right? It it is, Michael. I, the absolute reason behind it is because he wants to get them the extra at bat, get them up in the first inning, see if they can make something happen. The two of them, but I they need somebody. That, on, but it hasn't they need worked. somebody right because nobody's getting on base in front of them. And fucking Bryant hitting a double 
every other fucking at bat with nobody on base has been fucking useless. Right. Yeah, it's been it, it has been so annoying. And then you know Rizzo's up there with uh, or Rizzo or Zobris or you know they end up there with two outs. You know. Yeah, it's that's it's been annoying to see that. I've been wanting Zobris to move back to the two spot, and then Bryant and Rizzo, but. It made sense when he put Schwarber in there because he thought that if Schwarber was at five, they would just pitch around him. So they right. they put him at two for some protection, and it worked like a charm last night. It really did. But Danny's right. Fucking Fowler is a piece of garbage, and I hope he never comes back to the Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad this is the last game of the season. He's not under contract next year because I'm fucking through with that guy. Yeah, he can't even decide. One year he plays in. Next year he plays back. Uh, I can't. I, yeah, I, I can't. we'll know. save that for the off season. But I, I, in my heart of hearts, I mean, and and this will you guys will feel the same way. I'm sure when you see a team make a run like this, you want them all back. Oh yeah, right. yeah, I'm yeah, sure. Absolutely. Just just about, just about, except for Hayward. Yeah, yeah. Around yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. Hayward and no, Tommy Lestella. I'm, okay I'm okay with never seeing Chapman again. I don't even yeah. mind if we don't see Chapman in this game. Oh God! You have to know. I wouldn't we'll mind get, that either. Let's get to the ninth inning. <laughs> uh, does it, Danny? Do you have the game log up? Do you want to kind of go through this game? Uh, I mean, sure. I mean, Cubs just jumped on top early, which I, you know, which is was really the surprise to me. That I mean, this is the same dude that we lost one to nothing to in uh, in game well, three with, with at the wind, blowing with, with the wind, wind blowing out with the wind whipping yeah. yeah listen he pitched great in that game but th- he is not that power pitcher not at that all. i think can handle short rest and i mean we talked about it yesterday i knew the cubs were gonna smoke these guys i was fucking all over it um i, I you could just feel it you just knew it was gonna happen and i still we can make predictions at the end of this game i i think there's a couple scenarios that could happen tonight but you knew he was going to struggle. But the fact that they brought Salazar in, in relief, I think he was the third pitcher in, Yeah. and how how well he pitched. It was nice to see that. Uh, it, it, <laughs> it had to hurt Indians. It, hurt, it had to hurt Indians fans to see that because they're like, why didn't we just fucking try to start him and at least get four innings out of him and yeah. then go to the bullpen because the bullpen was fresh. I think Tito fucked up last night. Uh, he kind of came start. out and said that Salazar was not going to pitch right from the jump. Uh, I mean, it wasn't going to, you know, start right from the jump. And I, I, I was questioning that, too. But, I, you know. Yeah, yeah, get, but I think it's the playoffs. It's the last turn. I mean, right. it was a it was a big game. It was obviously it was a must win for the Cubs. And that's the argument where people are going to make. About I mean, I guess the, the one Chapman thing is last night, but I don't know. The one thing is that he's available today, I suppose. Is Sa- he? Salazar, I would think. Yeah, I mean, it's... yeah, Salazar pitched two innings. Um, I'm looking up the the number of pitches he had. He had he only had 28 pitches, so yeah, he should be available. Yeah, I think tonight. he's available. Yeah, yeah. And o- Otero, um, he came in. I mean, Tomlin first of all chased after two two and a third. Um, I th- yeah, I guess he didn't want to fall any further behind. Um, but left with the bases jammed. Yeah, it, and left with the bases jammed, and then we all know what happened next yeah. was the the grand slam by Russell. I mean, that was. Probably one of the most exciting things that I've seen. But, you know, let's go back to the first inning. You know, for Bryant, the last few days, to, to come out and have uh, show a little power, you know, it, he, he hit. He's been hitting for average. But for, for him, to, that, that was a huge home run. I mean, not only did it put the Cubs on top in the first inning, but it was a 
monster home run. The guy sitting uh, to my right turned and he goes, did you see where that ball went? He's like, that was, he's like, that, he's an Indians fan. He's like, that went almost to the top of the the bleachers. And I was like, and that's pretty far because those bleachers are are high. Yeah. They like that wall is super high there in left field. And man, that ball, he scalded it and it left the park in a hurry. I didn't, I didn't see any like, uh, yeah, I think he got to hit it probably at least 470 to get out of there. I mean, he crushed that thing. It was, it was, I was, I actually took a, was taking a picture of him at the time and just still kind of settling into the stadium and taking photographs of everything. He hit that ball and he was already running around the bases. And I was like, what the fuck happened? You know, and I looked and it's, <laughs> right. it, it just, it happened so quickly that that ball was just in the stands in no time. Yeah. You know, it was just, it was ridiculous. He crushed that thing. And then you kind of knew, um, it took the, I'd say it took the wind out of the sails of the Indians fans a little bit for a moment. I didn't really feel it until the the next sequence. Can the we, error. Can, can we talk about the error? Cause, partly because I didn't really see what, you know, I didn't have the benefit of TV to see what the hell happened there. Yeah, dude, that error. On the, what the hell was that? The, the, well, the error, I guess... The error went to Kipnis, I think. The, yeah, the error went to Kipnis. No. The second no. baseman. Yeah, yeah. The throwing error oh. is all they gave it. They did oh, not the give it... Error. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so this, oh, is, this is kind error. of the oh, unwritten okay. rule. This is kind of the unwritten rule in sense. baseball. And it's kind of a judgment call by the home team, whoever whoever's calling the... Um, um, whoever's so, calling the score, you know, errors official and, and, score. And the score. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the guy with the thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but so if no one actually touches the ball when it's a fly ball, right. they can err on the side of saying it's not an error because they didn't touch the ball and didn't. Buy, but it was clearly an error on the right field. Clearly, and he had two in a row. Yeah. And I got to ask you, got to ask you, Gary, you piece of garbage Indian <laughs> fan. Um, if, if, Tonight, is this one of the? Let's talk about some storylines for the night as we get to tomorrow's game. But is this? Could this potentially be the storyline? If the Cubs win this series tonight, just kick their ass. Is that the turning point? It was yeah. that the moment that it fell apart. Is that, is that is that the Bartman? Is that the is that the the ball through Buckner's legs? Yeah. Is that the moment? Uh, I, mean, I mean, is that when it? Yeah, I can say, yeah, that's the moment where the air went out of the stadium. Yes, I mean, uh, yeah. Well, well, it, well, it would only been probably one to nothing, right? And and you, yeah, you can say that Russell hit a grand slam, but that would have that that but, series yeah. of events and those hitters would have never been up in that yeah. inning. Too you have no idea what yeah, would happen. So that was the moment it fell that. apart. Yeah, yeah, I would have to agree. Well, and I, well, I, on the radio. So that guy on the radio, murdered. they were. <laughs> Although I mean, you know, well, at the end the of the radio, day, Tomlin just didn't blamed... have it. I mean, what was that, Gary? At the end of the day, Tomlin just didn't have it. So I mean, it was going to be tricky to win, but they were going to score runs anyway yeah. off of him. Maybe, 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 but he might he might have got out of that if if that hadn't happened, eh. he may have gotten out of that. That's maybe. all I'm saying. Maybe. He was close to getting out of it. I mean, he gave up that home run, but. I, I, if they'd gotten out of that inning, it may not have been as ugly. And I think that, and then the throwing error, um, kind of added to that. Unquestionably big, yeah. And and Michael, what were you it, saying about on the radio? So on yeah, on the radio, Pat and Ron were talking. The reason those guys missed that ball and why they looked so bad because later they looked bad as well. Yeah. Um, the reason for those was the crowd noise. They think that the guys could not hear each other calling oh. for the ball. 
And then when they saw each other, they they kind of both backed off. You right. know what I mean? Like they right. didn't. Well, and that then the play, ball landed. I, you could tell on yeah. TV how loud that stadium was with Indians fans. But Danny, can you can you speak to this? It felt like every time the Cubs had a big play, it got loud, and I couldn't necessarily tell if it was just booing and mumbling. But there was a lot of cheering going on too. Were there a lot of Cubs? There fans were. The there was an entire section of Cub fans. Way too, too many. I mean, <laughs> there were a shitload of Cub fans. Yeah, we showed really up. Were. I mean, the fact that it's only what a six and a half hour drive or five and a half hour drive out here i mean a lot of people showed up and and also because tickets i mean this is not cheap by any means um i don't want to suggest that it is but you know eight hundred dollars for a world series game that your favorite team is in that is a reasonable yeah. amount to pay for something that doesn't happen too often in somebody's life if ever yeah if ever yeah, in your life for so, sure. Oh, dude, and it's a game seven. It doesn't happen all the time. And and I think tonight, I mean, ticket prices are double what they were yesterday, but I think a lot of people made the trip yesterday. If they hadn't yeah. gotten to a game already, they you know they used the affordability of yesterday's game to, to take in a World it's Series still, game. By the way, it's still a tenth of the price. It probably would have been at Wrigley tonight. Oh, fuck, man. Oh my God. It might be a $10,000 ticket yeah, at Wrigley. And I'm not going to lie. I don't know that the kids have a chance at winning this World Series if this Game sevens in Wrigley. Totally I, it agree. It felt way different there. The, you're right. The fans, We can. We, this will be a big offseason topic, but I'm irritated with Cubs fans. You guys are great when you're winning, when you're close in, or when you're slaughtering somebody. But when it's close, see how I say you guys when it's something I don't like? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like I, I parents do Smooth your move. kids are doing this or my sweet baby <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> um, but but it's so frustrating to see the tension and i get it it was the same way in boston it really was until cubs fans win it and have that taste of it it's you just you're waiting for the other shoe to drop and i get it and there's i think both fan bases are going to feel that I tonight it, yeah. it might be weird in that stadium of or it's going to be a fucking shit show yeah of all things i mean the indians have home field advantage in the world series for the first time ever and I wish they didn't, you know? Yeah, because they did better yeah. at Wrigley because yeah. they, they got to deal with their fucking asshole yeah. fans. Yeah. But, yeah. by the way, who, the pres- who, who were pretty lit up before that game. There was yeah. a lot of drunks rolling around. Holy crap, yeah. Yeah. We tried to go to Wilbert's, and uh, it, uh, this is where the band played before. And so I see the guy who ran sound for us. They got, like, little like makeshift folding table bars serving beer out of uh, coolers. Uh, at this bar because nobody the bar was like five deep you know and so the, I see the guy that did sound for us and he's and he like pours out three shots of fireball right away he's just like <laughs> I'm like hey buddy remember you ran sound for us he's like oh yeah I remember you and then he's like and then it, he just fucking starts drinking with me and I was just like I'm, I'm trying I paid a lot of money for this <laughs> ticket man I kind of would like to re- somewhat remember what happened at this game you know but um, or not but yeah, t- tons of Cub fans. We really did show up, and uh, <clears throat> and I completely agree that a Cubs fan who travels and is in an opposing ballpark is a different animal than the octogenarians that you know sit there on their hands at Wrigley and nervously hope right. for a championship before you die next week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I and I got to give a lot of credit to the Indians fans because it feels. Way more lively there. It feels, yeah, it I, I'm giving him sort of a sort of a B minus. I would say. I mean, obviously there wasn't a lot to cheer for. So, and every time they got something going, the Cubs would 
shut it off or answer or something. But I else. still I, I still but, heard cheering, and maybe it was maybe it was just cut. But even when the Indians were doing something small, yeah. while they're getting their ass no, kicked, I, you were, felt you felt the energy. Well, it was I, pretty just, good. You felt it come back. It was I, pretty good. I mean, I guess you're right. I mean, maybe I'm only giving them minus because there are so many Cubs fans to to balance to the deal with. Out, but but um, yeah, it was it was pretty good. But I I, I got to tell you guys, I got to give Gary props for his uh, for what he did yesterday because. Addison Russell hits the Grand Slam. Air sucked out of the stadium. Just, I mean, you could hear a pin drop, except for the Cub fans screaming. And then, so Gary's, like, you know, took that like a fucking punch in the fucking stomach and knocked the fucking wind out of him, right? He just, he quietly gets up and leaves. He leaves for a moment. You know, what would you leave for about an, an inning or so? Yeah, I couldn't say anything. He, he couldn't yeah. say anything. I, I turned to him, I'm like... Dude, and he just like looked at me and didn't say a word and left. <laughs> and I was like, "All right, dude needs a moment. I fucking understand." So, but then Gary came back with wind in his sails. Like at this point, the the score is four to one. Did you did you get back by the the one run they scored? I don't remember. It, no, seven. It was yeah, seven. To it one. was yeah, seven to was, one. It was seven to one. It was three to nothing. Then seven to. Nothing. I was on the I was uh, on this on the escalator back up when they scored the first one. Okay. So Gary comes back up seven to one, wind in his sails, fucking with the the Cleveland Homer Hanky or whatever the fuck that thing. He's yeah. waving it around, screaming his ass off at a at a damn seven to one, then seven to two, and then finally seven to three. And you you didn't you didn't lose hope or give up, and I felt like a lot of Indians fans acted like you did yesterday and yeah they were out of the game for not too long before they were like you know what fuck it this is the goddamn yeah. world series let's have fun and jesus let's, let's yeah. have fun we paid a lot of money for our yeah. tickets so let's I, have a good time you know and i saw Thank that you. on tv that reflected on television yeah and i think that's they did i think overall a better job of staying in the game even a game that they were out of but more than cub fans did in the one nothing loss, which everybody looked, you looked around, it looked like it was fucking eight nothing. Right. Yeah. You might as so, well have been eight nothing. So after the first, sometime into the second, I, I told you I spent quite a bit of time on Twitter. Um, it's three to nothing, and NBC Sports sends out a tweet. It was also three nothing in game six of 2004. Cor- the bar, they, 2003, three, yeah. Two, oh, 2003. That's right. Um, and I, w- I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Don't Come be a on. fucking troll. It pissed me off so much because all that stuff started coming out. I'm like, God damn it. The Cubs were playing good and they were winning. And this is what's going on. And Cubs fans start texting. Yeah, we've been here before. Yeah, we've I know. We've had this before. And I'm like, Come on. Oh, my God. That's the best loser, start you've had. Jeez. What do you want? I'm like, yeah. you're crushing them. And, and the Indians look like they're panicking. You, you have them against the ropes. You're coming back for this winning. It was like a prize fight, man. This whole series has been like a prize fight. Um, it will go down as one of the top three World Series all time for sure, um, especially with a Game 7 happening. Um, so that happens, but then we get into the third. How about fucking Addison Russell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, not only did he double in two runs in the first inning, <laughs> then two innings later he comes oh, he back. Oh, he hit the ball that fell? Yeah, he hit the ball that God, fell. They gave him a double, but um, – uh. Yeah, but not only did he, he hit six that. RBI last night, dude. The, the, that kid, you know, he was a big hole in this lineup, almost this entire World Series. I mean, even to this moment, he he got even. He went two for five. He's batting two fifty in the series so far, right? 
But holy fucking shit. <laughs> what were the events that got the bases loaded? Should we relive that for a moment? It, yeah, it, was a, it was a Schwarber single, or no, Schwarber walk. Schwarber walk. And then an Anthony right. Rizzo singled. singled. Schwarber to second. Then Zilber so, singled. That's right. Yeah. And loaded the bases. Everybody, can, yeah. can I ask you guys a question? Just another reason that I have doubts about Joe. So Schwarber is a pinch hitter. That is the only at bat that he's going to get unless they go around the order, right? Well, no, he's a Why DH. Keep him... Oh, fuck, you're right. <laughs> he's a DH. <laughs> yeah. Strike the cake. Can you rewind for a second? <laughs> Mr. AL loves the DH. Oh, uh, forget what I just said. Yeah. Well, I was, I was watching him run on the base path. I was like, oh, God, he looks like he's going to get hurt. That's what I kept thinking. Oh. I had a I had a text conversation with a buddy of mine. He was kind of freaking out about uh, Schwarber being out there, being so slow, and all this stuff. And then, uh, and I'm just like, well, you know, but as bad as good, you know, like he can still get around the bases. It's fine. They didn't send him because they don't want him to hurt his leg in a collision. And he's just like, yeah, but he's so slow. And then Russell hits that home run or the grand slam, and I just sent a text. I'm like, he didn't have to run home. So, Gary, you piece of garbage, Indians <laughs> fan, if the Indians win, Kluber is obviously the MVP. Yeah. Right? Because no if question. they won, it's because of his pitching yeah. tonight. They would have won all three of his. As yeah. of right now, guys, who is the Cubs' MVP? It's been kind of a team effort. Like, is it Russell because of last it- night? Is it? Is it? Is it Chapman? Probably. I mean, he might be the biggest star in the oh, series, God. even though he. Oh God! No, <laughs> I don't think. Come so. on, dude. He got eight outs, and then he got six last night. And dude, he's that is he's true. Done above well, well, and beyond. Well, let's let's get into this because this is a huge. I mean, I looked over at uh, Nicole, uh, my girlfriend, last night, and uh, she's got this really concerned look on her face, and I'm like, "What's up?" She's like. Why the fuck is Chapman in there? Why? Yeah, I, what are they doing? Why did Joe bring him in so early? I, I mean, thought, it was very weird. I thought. This, this is, well, why this did is, he bring him in at all? That was yeah, everybody's question. This, They're this winning is, by seven or yeah, five this, at the time. Five, this is yeah. the rationale. This is the rationale. You have to win game six to get game seven. It's a must win, and you don't even want to take a chance. You just want to end this game, right? That's the rationale. And that's what Joe's thinking, and he obviously, sadly, yeah, but doesn't. Has does, he not he, been watching? He has doesn't, he not been watching? Listen, Chapman I'm has just, not been good in these situations I'm, other I'm, than being That's it. Hey, hey, I agree with you. I'm telling you the rationale. <laughs> and the fact that. And I'm telling obvious, you why that rationale is wrong. <laughs> no, it, so it, it's, it's obvious that he trusts no one else in that bullpen, right. which is sad going in tonight. Because Hendricks has a history of not going past five. So all of those things said, and people say, well, in Joe, we trust. He makes his move. And if they win this World Series, no one will question it going here forward. But I'm going to tell you, as a baseball fan and someone who has a fucking brain, that was idiotic. And it was probably about the worst baseball move I've seen all season. It was the (laughs) dumbest thing I've ever seen. What a waste. And then you pull him in the ninth, and then things start to get shady. And I'm like, oh, well, if this oh. goes off the rails, too bad we don't have a guy like Chapman yeah. come in <laughs> to save us. Yeah, I mean, I, I was just really confused, especially after – I mean, Montgomery was pitching okay. He gave up a hit and a walk. That's it. Um, 
And, you know, you kind of felt like he could have gone a little bit longer in that game. Chapman had just one pitched. One out. Yeah. We, yeah, I yeah mean, Montgomery only needed one more out to get out of that inning. Yeah. And you figure he could have gotten that. Yeah, yeah. Right. Eventually. Right. And that was, the, that was the seventh, right? It was the seventh. So there's one out. So he comes in with one out in the seventh, right? That's when they brought Chapman in? Uh, or two? They they brought in, uh, see, Arietta went 5.2. So uh, that was the sixth. And then, uh, yeah, it was uh, one out or two outs in the seventh. All right. And before game five, we talked about this. Chapman has adopted 12 runners this year, and he's allowed six of them to score. This is not his wheelhouse. He likes a clean inning. And he, it's just it's not how he operates. He's a one-inning guy. Maybe you give him two in these big situations, but you save them. I mean, why not bring Strope in? He really has that little faith in Strope to just come in, and I don't think Strope's been great, you know. But good and, enough, and yeah. I mean, he, he, he's been good he, enough. But, but he's, a, he's a right-handed pitcher to a right-handed hitter rather than a lefty to a righty. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you got that. And, and, uh, and I mean, even Mon- yeah, Montgomery was a lefty, so I see why maybe you pull him. But, yeah, I think you got to go to Strope there. Strope or uh, not Wood, but uh, I mean somebody, right? Rondone, even yeah. even even Rondone with such a big lead. Yeah, you know. I, yeah, I mean, I mean it's a huge lead. I would, dude, I would have thrown Ross out there before I would have put Chapman <laughs> out there. I really would. Carlos like, let's Jr. Just get through this I, I, and not I mean, yeah, ca- these bullets be- Car- because the guy's thrown sixty-two pitches in three days, and now and he's not throwing that many pitches in three days ever. And he says he's good for two innings tonight. That's garbage. Yeah, he's I gonna t- be throwing. 98 miles an hour is he's going to peak out at. Me and Michael are certain of it because we've been watching it over the last two weeks on TV yeah. and seeing the pitch speed. When he goes back-to-back, he loses all his velocity. Yeah, and and then he's got to throw the slider, which is pretty good. I mean, he's he, it, uh, you know, we said in the last podcast that it was interesting to see him kind of turn into a pitcher, you know, for a yeah. moment as uh-huh. opposed to just a fireballer. But, um, yeah, I totally agree. And why pull Arietta? What's that? Fuck it. Let, let Arietta fight through something. Yeah, that's what I mean. Arietta, this is going to be his last. We're not going to see him tonight anyway, right? Jake Arietta is not going to pitch in this baseball game. No, no, he's the only no, one he's, unavailable. He's yeah. the only one. Yeah, and and so like, why not let him? He goes 102. Let him let him throw 120. Right. If he gives yeah. up, he, he gave up two runs on three hits. He did have three walks. He strikes out nine. He obviously is in good shape now. Granted, he might be out of steam. But like at this point, you let him let him fucking finish the sixth inning. First of all, how about this? How about this? Aspect? Yeah, at least let him finish the sixth inning. Yeah, because that's Brandon Geyer, who was their seventh hitter, taking the place of Coco Crisp. Yeah, let him finish it. How about this aspect? Jake Arrieta with short rest is not very good. He's like five and six lifetime with a four point two ERA. But with six days rest, the guy's like twelve and five with a like two point oh one ERA. Wow! And no, it was and, thirteen and thirteen and two, and now fourteen and two. Okay, so yeah, so wow. with, After last with, night. with long rest, he's good, and he he can put innings out. And you know, Mike Leonard can correct me in the offseason, but it just seemed like an obvious situation to keep him in there. You have a fine fucking run lead, and Joe's explanation afterwards of using Chapman wasn't defending why he used Chapman. He just said the reason he pulled him, he was going to put Strope in for the ninth, but Strope wasn't ready yet um, because 
the only reason he was going to use him is because Rizzo gave him that cushion by hitting that two-run homer. So five runs wasn't enough, but seven <laughs> runs was enough. <laughs> that's I don't, is, that's I ridiculous. Joe's, Joe's lost his fucking mind, and it was the single worst coaching move I've ever seen, I think. It was just awful. It was I, – I, go ahead, defend it. Well, you know, all right, I, all right. Hold on. Yeah, I, hold on. Conspiracy theory. <laughs> Everybody hates Chapman, right? Like yeah. all the fans hate him. He's, he's uh, domestic violence, um, just kind of an asshole off the field sort of thing, uh, DUI, speeding, driving about, all this stuff that's baggage for this Struggles, guy. Struggles, kittens. Okay, I made that one up. But... <laughs> right. Uh, so Joe doesn't want him on the mound in game seven, ninth inning when the Cubs win. Oh. So he burns him in game six. And then he plans to put Lackey and Lester out as his two relievers tonight so that he's got Lester on the mound in the ninth oh, finishing okay. up the game. I'm going to tell you this. I don't like that either. That's not what those guys do. <laughs> and, and, I don't either. And, yeah. By the way, of, of all the pitchers in the world, John Lackey and John Lester are about two of the most persnickety guys in the world, and they're on edge. And they don't do well with umpires in tough situations in bad, not unclean innings. Can you imagine bringing Lester in with like a run, a base runner on in the ninth inning? Everybody in Chicago, oh, never would. Throw, everybody in Chicago would throw up on their shoes. But if he's what you got, <laughs> if he's all you got, it could come to that, Michael. And by the way, this thing could go fourteen tonight. Oh yeah. How about that? Don't don't You're, no. Let's not talk about extra innings. I, I'll, I'll also here. bring this up. It's supposed to rain yep. tonight, guys. Yeah. It's supposed to rain starting at about 11 o'clock. And, uh, I mean, these – first of all, uh, you guys, one of you guys mentioned before about how the games are taking for fucking ever. Um, it's all commercials. And, like, even in the stands, you're sitting there thinking, like, why is the game not starting? Like, the momentum of the game – is getting ruined by the greed of Major League Baseball at this point, and and it does the game makes less sense at this pace. You know, it it doesn't. But that's yeah. that's a side note. But really, what it, I th- I think why why burn Chapman when you do want actually him on the mound to shut it down in the ninth, right? And 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 sure, you could see a lackey or a Lester out there in relief. I don't think it's. The, the best idea, but why burn him last night? You know, I, I agree with you, Michael, that Chicago doesn't like him, but I don't think that they're going to like not like him to the point of yeah. losing the World oh, Series oh, oh. over that, it. You know? you, wait, That's just you, totally you, conspiracy sure, theory, yeah. nut job. Oh, know, I, I know, I know. I mean, yeah, well, the other thing is that's well, as good you, an explanation I, I as anything. Really <laughs> no, but you it's the best did. explanation we have so far. So It is. That's the best we, explanation we I've wait. heard, Michael. We wasted. We went. We wasted our best shooter and his best bullets last night. Totally agree. And for, that, and, uh, oh, did you see what I did there? Um, how about those bullets are are safely in the garage wall? None of them are. I, none of none of them are saved over to shoot down Indians today. Can I can I speak to Michael's conspiracy theory real quick and give you an alternative conspiracy theory? Sure. Ooh. Okay. Right, let's hear it. Joe Madden has really come to, to love Chapman and feels like he's gotten a raw deal and he was a young guy who made some mistakes. So in order to allow him to rehabilitate <laughs> himself, to re- rehabilitate himself 
and to allow him to become so beloved by Cubs fandom and give the Cubs a home team discount and sign him for cheap because he loves playing here so much because of how beloved he is as he gets carried off from all the Cubs fans out of the stadium into the streets in Cleveland like a god man. Um, (laughs) He is going to pitch him those last two games, and Joe knows that he's ready for tonight and that he's saved his best bullets for last, and he's going to come in and pitch another eight outs of of shutout baseball in the seventh, eighth, and ninth and shut down the Indians in a 1-1 game with someone hitting a walk-off homer. And Chapman goes down is not only the MVP, but the savior of the Cubs and the single Walk-off most homer important reason good why they've won the World Series and he will become the greatest Cub ever. And everybody will forget about everything else. Yeah, I don't know. I think I, like, I think I like Michaels better. Shut up, Fuck you, Gary. That'll just never happen. Yeah, he um, pitch no. all nine innings tonight, and he's not going to become the greatest cub ever. Like, there's just never going to be the well to you that's Anthony that guy. Rizzo. It's because it's into Anthony Rizzo to you, and you can't stop thinking about his balls in your mouth. Let's be serious. <laughs> <laughs> true, so, wasn't that true, Michael? <laughs> it was true. That, that, he was a I'm little too quiet. Balls, I'm thinking about the balls in his pocket. <laughs> right. So, um, uh, and, so, and by the way, so I just last night was go ahead. Last night for a nine to two win was a total fucking train wreck and disaster. Is that what we're saying? Well, it was nine, <laughs> n- nine, <laughs> to, nine to three. Yeah, we always complain more at the wins, don't we? Um, yeah, n- nine, nine to three. three. I mean, it's just crazy because we just got done being like, "What the fuck is Madden doing?" In from game five, you know, know. like bringing in um, Chapman so early then, and yeah. then to see it that early again. I mean, it's honestly like it looked like Nicole's face was about to fall on the ground. Mystifying. I, I, I think it's just tense. There's a lot of pressure, and I think the coaches are making what they think is the best decision. Listen, he's a better baseball man than any of us, so you got to have faith in him. But it's it's universal across Cubs Nation that it was a fucking boneheaded move last night. So I, I, I don't think he can defend that. Um, but a couple other things. How about fucking uh, Hayward had a nice throw last night. Fucking the Cubs clean up. Um, it was it was a impressive impressive fucking game. Um, the only the only only downside is is Jason Kipnis, the single worst Cubs fan ever, is really <laughs> setting him up setting him up to be himself up to be the spoiler of Cubs fucking fandom. If the Cubs lose, you know it's going to come at his hands, he, right? You're, yeah, exactly. He truly is the Daniel Murphy of Cub fans. <laughs> you know? Yes. I mean, oh my god. Oh, he yeah, he, for, would, he I, went I, three I for of, five last night, scored two runs, had an RBI. He's batting three oh eight in the series. Um, so, yeah, worst. His friends, Cubs and, fan his friends ever. and family must. His friends, friends and family must hate him. Worst Cubs fan ever. <laughs> oh, I, Bart, I Bart, really Bartman. I really thought that he was going to have a like a, a series in which he wouldn't be that good because he is conflicted. Right. That dude is just raking. He's yeah, not yeah. conflicted at all. No. <laughs> he's, he's, no. He's good, isn't he? And he's he's injured. Isn't he playing on a bad bad hook? He kind of, yeah. Oh, yeah, his ankle, turned his ankle was the other day. nasty. They showed pictures of that before the series started, and it is all swollen and and uh, black and blue. It's It's messed up. Oh yeah! In fact, he did it. Um, he did it celebrating the ALCS <laughs> clinching game. As I remember. <laughs> oh really? And then I think he tweaked it the other night too. He heard it yeah, celebrating. He was, yeah, 
Yeah. Oh, that's got to kill heard you. It when he was trying to karate just, kick a drone out of the air. I mean, yeah, just add it to the list of bizarre, He's like, goddamn Trevor Bauer and his yeah. fucking drones, and he's yeah. trying to kick it out of the air. He sprays his ankle. Yeah. <laughs> Bauer cuts his finger off. Yeah. Um, the other thing I'll say is that um, as now we did not see any of the big guns from Cleveland's bullpen last night. None of them. Right, which... So, so this, this is this is one of the things. This is actually kind of the sad part about the Cubs kicking the shit out of them last night. There was no need for the Indians to use any of their top guns, and Unless they all got an Jeff extra Manship. day's rest. <laughs> you count Jeff Manship? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so the Indians are in good shape tonight. So let's talk about tonight's game. Um, Anybody pull up any stats on these guys? Uh, Kluber is going for his third start in the World Series. He's having a bum gardener type of, of go at it. Yeah. He was not as good in the second game as he was in the first game, but he pitched the Cubs completely different, which is how he beat, and how he beat on them. Well, he um, beat us both times, and, and in a total of 12 innings pitched in this World Series, he's given up nine hits and only one earned run. He's only walked one guy, and he struck out 15 guys in 12 innings. So that's, that's yeah. who we're facing tonight. So, so if this, this is scenario number one. If the Cubs lose this, it is Kluber going six, dominant innings. It's Miller coming in for two to shut him down, and Allen coming in for the ninth, and the Cubs just can't hit them. And that's how they win. And by the way, everybody's talking about the Indians pitching staff. That's good and well, but the – Cy Young Award winner, I, I can only assume, and Kyle Hendricks is going tonight for the Cubs, and he no. ain't too fucking shabby. No, and this not. kid has the nerves for this time type of game. I think he's going to be lights out, and I would hate to see this kid lose another one nothing game. Well, Gary, let me ask well, you, and- how do you feel about Corey Kluber on three days rest for a third time? I mean, have uh, you've never seen it. Nobody's no, seen it. Nobody's seen it. I mean, I, th- I, I think just a factoid. I believe he's the first pitcher to start three games in the World Series since Kurt Schilling in 2001. Who was dominant. Yeah. Who was dominant. Who was great. Um, I, I'm fairly confident. I mean, I, like you said, he was definitely not as sharp in game four as he was in game one. Um, but, um, you know, at the end of the, but it's also. Uh, it's the last day of the year, so so man up. I think. I mean, I think he could even get away with five innings if we bring in for sure know, Miller. I can maybe give you, Shaw an inning. Well, you 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 know you you just bring Miller in and let him go until he can't go, and then they bring in Allen for two innings. Yeah, I don't think you. I think if it's if it's a nine inning game and the Indians are control, you won't see any other pitchers than those three. Yeah. That's it. That's all you're going to see tonight. If yeah. if but okay, so here's my other scenario. This is how one of the ways I think the Cubs win. The Cubs win if Kluber just doesn't have it and they get after him early like they did last night, which is what I'm hoping happens. That's what I'm rooting for. Yeah. I'm hoping because I fucking hate Gary and his team. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm hoping they get after him early. They're bringing in Miller in like the third and they just don't have the arms or the bullets to come back in this game. And right. Hendricks gives you five, five or six solid. Um, I don't know what the Cubs do in the middle. If I don't know that, that Hendricks can go past five innings. He hasn't shown his ability to do it much this year. Right. Um, he, um, he's done it some um, and, and, and lately. Well, he does have a complete game yeah, shutout. Uh, I know. I know he does. Well, but, and, and against the Dodgers, the game that put the Cubs in the World Series for the first time in 71 years, 
He went 7.1 innings. He only You're gave right. up two hits. And he struck well, out six and zeros across the rest of that board. That was in the that's true. highest leverage game in Chicago Cubs history. Well, and now he well, gets to do it again. Well, this is even more tense, and this is even more there's, – there's a lot more happening tonight. It's Game 7 of the World Series. And, Michael, that's what I'm hoping for. I, he has to have one of those performances – he has to shut down the Indians. They don't have much offense. It's all about the Cubs being able to sc- score runs. So it's the Cubs versus that pitching staff. I can't imagine that the Indians could score more than three or four runs tonight. Um, in, in reality, I think both these teams are a little beat up, a little tired. Um, I think the Cubs have the edge in pitching, um, but I think it's high-pressure situations. I, don't, I think the Cubs can score early. I think the Indians make a bit of a comeback. I think we find ourselves in like a – eight to six kind of game. That's what I'm feeling. I really feel like it's, I don't, I don't think it's, I, I think the offense is going to flow both can ways. Can you imagine a seesaw sort of game that being the goes back and, a back and forth affair? Yeah. Just like, like you said, prize fighter, just like whoever, I yeah. don't know. Th- this one's not getting, this one's not getting uh, decided by knockout. Like the end of Rocky four. Kind of, <laughs> everybody just, no, it, it is going knockout, but it's going to be an up and down uh, round by round. And I yeah. think we're like at like round seven right now. We, got a 15 round fight against uh, ahead of us and i think the cubs really um they're just gonna have to outscore them i really do and i and they are built for it they were built for this moment uh that's hilarious well they gotta outscore them it's like of course they, they fucking do, do. Yeah. thank you john madden for explaining they do. the way i'm feeling is that the team with the most runs is gonna win this game <laughs> I, I, I truly believe that. I truly believe that. <laughs> Expert analysis how, from the lovable Lou Sears. Uh, Lou Sears out. Yeah. <laughs> Drop the mic. <laughs> Drop the mic. It, <laughs> they, uh, what I mean is outscore them in a slugfest is maybe what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're they're gonna they're gonna have to they're gonna have to dig deep and and put up another eight nine runs. I mean, I really do believe that. Um, yeah, how that's do you guys not gonna happen. It's gonna be. Uh, it's going to be Kyle Hendricks and his, you know, running down the street in a sprint and only has a 58 heartbeats per minute. I mean, the dude is just <laughs> calm. He can't be rattled. He's going to get out there. I think he's going to throw, uh, you know, I think he throws a full eight tonight. And then, uh, you know, and then we're going to see Chapman. Okay, well, I, I got a, 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 a prediction that was actually emailed to me this morning um, by, you know, the guy that wrote Chicago Series Fever, that song I wrote for that dude? Yeah. You remember that song? Anyway, uh, his, uh, he's kind of like a crazy religious dude, and, like, now he, like, texts me and, like, nine other people religious verses in – uh, that it, this has nothing to do with religion, but this is a kind of a little backstory of what's been happening with my interchange with this man. He, he he sends me religious verses that have like to do with like the predicament of the Cubs and like you know you know kind of like out of the shadows sort of prof- prophetic kind of shit, right? And it's creepy, like Kyle it, Schwarber walking on water. It's it's not that direct. <laughs> it's it's I don't really ever understand what religious people say to me. Period. <laughs> like, so whenever I see something, I, I eyes kind of glaze over as I go. But he did send me this email today. He said, um, Danny, 
Chicago series fever sees a Cubs pitching gem being thrown tonight to close out this series to win the Cubs' first World Series crown in 108 years. Look for the pitch count to be at or around 112 pitches to possibly include either a shutout, no-hitter, or perfect game. Little Ricky Wade, Pure Heart Productions, LLC, Chicago Series Fever. And his phone number is... No, I won't And then it. go to the middle of the forest <laughs> by the light of the full moon. Yeah, it, 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 see what I'm saying? Like, everything's got that kind of prophetic yeah. thing to it. Here's so, another weird numerology kind of uh, thing that Cleveland's got going is the, uh, the old 216... Uh, they're saying it's Cleveland's year because it's two one six, which is, a, as everyone knows, the area code for Cleveland. Um, yeah, but you so. do realize that it's two thousand sixteen two zero one. It's well, you know. it's a bit of a stretch. Hey, and, bit of a stretch. Guess, I mean, guess what? Guess what, Gary? Guess what, Gary? This is a Cubs broadcast. Shut the fuck, fuck up. Fuck you, Gary. There's a. There's, <laughs> we got Gary. Say, that's yeah. how, that's how you know that you've fully broken somebody down when you have abused a person to the point that they start to abuse themselves. I'll just fill in my own. <laughs> <laughs> You teach a man to abuse himself. Yeah, yeah then you don't. You, then, then, then the work then, is done. Uh, you can move on. Yeah, to abusing other All people. All right, Danny. Danny, what's your predi- Gary? What's your prediction for tonight? Let's hear your garbage that's going to pour out your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's going to be close. I do. I think. Um, I think it's going to be tight. You I, think you they're going to lose, everybody? You uh, heard it here first. <laughs> Gary thinks they're going to lose. I, he has no confidence. <laughs> I, I'm gonna say something like, I think we're looking at another like kind of I don't know four to three, uh, just just um, you know one, getting one here and there from each side, um, and I'll take the I'll take the Indians in a walk off, uh, nine or ten possibly ten innings. Wow, I I I tell you this like um, I have no idea what the fuck's gonna happen. Uh, every time I predicted it, I've been wrong. So obviously, I have no idea what I'm talking about when it comes to like. I don't think you can predict this kind of thing. Like we thought with the wind blowing out, that that was going to be that the Cubs were going to tee off. Yeah, it just doesn't matter. It just it doesn't. Matters. It just doesn't happen. Um, the way. Give it to me, Danny. What? Give it to me. Heart of hearts. I'm I'm I'm, I'm with Gary that it's going to be a close game, and for for me. I don't. Obviously, I want the Cubs to win. That goes without saying. So I'm gonna, of course, pick the Cubs to win this close game. But do you it, really though? Do you really? Don't you still want to kind of be the lovable losers? Aren't you gonna lose your identity if this team loses? Dude, yeah, dude, that's right. I, <laughs> I have, I'm hearing a lot of that. Get I have, on Twitter, dude. Get on Facebook. I mean, there is something. It is something interesting. I, I'm curious to see like, if they win. What what does happen after that? You know. I good. I, I, no. No. I've spent all oh, I've spent um, all the money I've spent all the money on this particular moment. If they don't win, uh, if the Cubs don't win, um, well, then this this is the time I did this. You know what I mean? Like I'm not part. I, I'll still do a Cubs podcast. I'll still go to a shitload of games. I'll still live by Wrigley Field. You know, don't worry. None of that's gonna change. What What is gonna change is that um, you know I, I've learned actually a lot about. The postseason, given that I've never really experienced it before, except for last year a little bit. Um, but I, it, this is a long, long year. I've, th- last night, first game I've ever been to in the month of November. The, ever. Yeah, you know, I'm, uh, m- most, first, nobody first game, has ever seen that. 
first game any Cubs fan's ever been to in the month of November. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And tonight will be my second. And, like, the way I look at it is, like, the Cubs have played with such incredible heart. To come back and tie it from a to, with their backs against the wall, like, I am nothing but, like, pride for being a Cubs fan and being and watching this team all year. And regardless of what happens tonight, obviously, like, I want to fucking dance and cry and, and you know, do my thing, celebrating a World Series victory. But irregardless of how that happens, like, I look back on the season and I think about, um, uh, well, like I said before, like, uh, Ivy Envy and, uh, like, kind of, like, the community that's being built. I look at, like, the weekend at the lake. I think about John Baker Day and all the people that came out for that and the 1500 bucks. Uh, or, no, it was over 2000 like, $2,500 almost that we raised for Cubs Charities this year. Uh, you know, that's where my thoughts are right now. I'm just, I want a good fucking baseball game yeah. tonight. That's all I really care. It's the, no matter what happens tonight, it's the last game of the year. And I'm going in there with that kind of attitude, just being like, let's, let's get out there. Let's fucking play some baseball. Cause, I uh, love it. I think, I think what Cubs fans want, I think they want to blow out early like last night so they can celebrate from the first inning right through the ninth, and it's a great show. Yes. What, what that I, is exactly what I want. <laughs> I do not want. No pressure. No pressure. What I think, what I think is going to happen is I think it's going to be that nine to, not, like eight to six, nine to seven affair, uh, back and forth, and the Cubs come out on top. What I hope happens, my dream of dreams, it's the 16th inning. The Cubs are out of arms. David Ross comes in to pitch. Oh, Perfect hit. <laughs> One, two, three. Then comes up in the bottom of David the 16th Ross, inning. Or, 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 I'm sorry, comes up at the top of the 16th inning, hits a one-run, single solo shot home run, and then comes and shuts them down on the mound in the bottom half of the yeah. pitches, pitches two Andrew Miller-like innings. Yeah. 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 And ends his that's career. I, that's, my, that's my dream, and the Cubs win 2-1 to one in the 16th or 17th. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I, I would like it just because I never want any of the games to end. You know, like, I well, just... This, I I wanted to keep going. This is well, it. if it's Fox been... has their way, none of the games will ever <laughs> because they just keep dragging these things they'll, out. They'll just they'll just about... keep selling liver pills and whatever. You know, <laughs> Vi- Viagra. Danny, how about this scenario? If it's a fucking, um, if it is extra innings. Or it does go late and it gets dragged out. What if it gets rain delayed? Well, it, 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 it will. Like there is a. Morning? There is a. I, I'm looking at it right now. Um, I mean, it's a huge thunderstorm. It's coming through Chicago. It's there. If they're in the say, if they're in the top of the sixth, this is just pure hypothetical. If they're in the top of the sixth or whatever, and it's like raining crazy, and there's no way they're going to finish it, does do they just call the game and it's over? I mean, does that? Is that no, 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 no. It gets they'll, suspended. They'll play the rest of it tomorrow. Yeah, suspended. They'll yeah. play the next day. No yeah. matter, even if no, it's I like, think in the uh, playoffs, they have to finish the game. Okay. Yeah. yeah they, in one fact, I went we to a game that started in the third one time uh, at Yankee Stadium. Oh yeah, I've done that. I think that's right. I've done that too. That's I right. saw the Yankees and Tigers that started in the third. Uh huh. Um, it's supposed to start, uh, let's see, it looks like, let's see, it's changed a little bit. It looks like there's a 55% chance of rain in Cleveland here starting at 11 p.m. We're looking pretty dry up until there. Um, then after that, like by 4 a.m., it's 80%. So this has all been moved down. So, like, it's going to rain tomorrow morning in, into, the, into the morning. But if this thing got suspended for whatever reason. Hopefully it's not Cleveland's tears. 
<laughs> it's God okay, okay, crying okay. Bud Look, Light. <laughs> hold on, hold on. The, the thunderstorm rolls in right at 11. It is the top of the ninth inning. Yeah. Kyle Schwarber steps to the plate, hits a ball all the way to the video board that gets hit by lightning right at that exact moment. <laughs> and it explodes! Like the natural! running the bases. <laughs> yes! Wonder Boy, the bat, is, oh. is broken on the ground. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. And then and then all of a sudden he mysteriously gets stigmata. And the Cubs lose 9-1. to one. Yeah. <laughs> It just actually floats. Yeah, just starts uh, bleeding from every orifice as he runs around the bases, just like blood <laughs> pouring out of his nostrils and, and, and palms. Uh, yeah. I like it. Oh, I love it. I, dude, these kids are so young. It's fucking unbelievable. I mean, you forget Addison Russell is, what, 22? 22 years old? Yeah. Oh, he, dude, he, he had six RBI. He had a grand slam last night in his post-game interview. They said, you're the second pl- youngest player ever in World Series history to hit a grand slam. Second to I'm Mickey Mantle. And he just blushed. Oh. He was like, oh, yeah. my God. Really? Like, that's, yeah. that's not a real person. That's not a real person to him. That's like a godlike figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Well, yeah, And he's the first Cubs player to ever hit a grand slam in a World Series. That was yeah. the first one. Gotta ever. say, that's not shocking. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, didn't have a lot of guys on bases. At the, yeah. In fact, Nicole was giving us some World Ser- Cubs World Series uh, trivia on the way on the Cubs on the trip down yeah. yesterday. And um, man, we we didn't we have not fared well in the World Series, no. even when we went a bunch. It was it was not pretty. We we should maybe take a look at some of those World Series in the off season. But in the meantime, we should close this showdown. And um, just say, uh, I we can't record tomorrow, guys. I I have I have to leave um, town. I've to I've got to I got to leave, you know. So, um, but maybe tomorrow what, night. When are you when are you gonna be when are you gonna be back to Chicago? I'll be to, I'll be back tomorrow unless this game gets suspended for whatever reason. I'll be back tomorrow night. <laughs> so maybe we can right, record well, tomorrow start. night or or, or on I, uh, the in the morning I the say, next day. I I I say we go tomorrow night. Keep it fresh. Um, I, you know, I have a request to all our listeners, anyone that listens to this before the game, during your moment of bliss or ecstasy or, or during maybe a really sad moment, give us a call on the fucking Sunranto line tonight and just give us some raw emotion. Just fucking – and I'm talking to all you guys. Don't be embarrassed about your voice or what you're going to say. We just want rawness. You can just fucking say, fuck yeah, motherfucker, sucker!" Like you can just – or you can cry or – just give it to us. We want to hear it. We need this. We need. We're, we're building this community, and we want to hear it. We want to feel it. That number is 872-216-5375. And 216. Is that right? Eight seven two two one. Oh God, Jesus Christ! Shut up, <laughs> shut up, Gary! Sh- shut up, Gary Stradamus. Um. So, um. All right. So here, here we go. Uh, man, it's been a hell of a season. No matter what happens tonight, I fucking love you guys and Spugog. Spugog. Schwarber MVP. Spugog. Gary, what are you gonna sign off with? Uh... I had a vision 
the day that I traveled back to 1908. The last year the Cubbies went all the way. Made a decision that I never want to come back again. I'll miss you all, but this place is heaven. Cause here the Cubbies are the champions. And I'm not getting back in that time machine. Saying goodbye to my old life, staring at a screen. Unless the best damn Cubs team I ever seen can finally win it all in 2016.
The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. 
The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows.